my number seven. Oh, God, we're going in that order, okay? Yeah, so we'll go seven upwards, then the best one last. So number seven is Blackstone Cherry's self-titled album from Ooh. 2006. I didn't expect that. I, I'm, I'm guessing what <laughs> one of yours is going to yeah. be. The first three albums, Blackstone Cherry's, were great. Afterwards, they fell into the trap of Nickelback. But... <laughs> We all know that trap of Nickelback. I, like, I love old Nickelback. New Nickelback. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Um, number six. Whoa, where's mine? Oh, we're going to go. Alternate. Oh, we're going to alternate. All right. Then you okay. can argue with mine because you're going to not like them as we go. Well, with, well, with mine, I've gone with Muses, Black Holes and Revelations. Indie pop. It's not an indie pop album. It's a rock album. It's pop. Indie pop. It's more pop music than rock. Bollocks. Bollocks, mate. That album... Top 20 in the charts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Pop. So, when it comes to the more I'm just winding punk up. metal sound, you can't pick bring any of the Bring Me The Horizon because they've had a number one album. And that was quite good. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I went with Muse. I only put it this low down, number 70. I, I do enjoy it a lot of Muse stuff. I think the problem is I found them until this album to be falling that trap that Foo Fighters had. I wanted a greatest hits, but I didn't want an album until mm. this point. So then they brought this, and they brought Drones out, and Harp, I know that was a live album, but they were all great albums. Before that, I just wanted to listen to Time's Running There's Out. There's Resistance as well, you missed Resistance, yeah. that came after Black Holes and, Re- and Revelations. Yeah, and they've got this new one, you know, whatever it's called, which isn't great, to be honest. But I don't know. Yeah, I put Blackstone Cherry because it's... it's uh, Bluesy country rock mixed together. It's uh, it was a great it was a great rock album. Drumming with uh, the the drumming on it was fantastic. Uh, Have you seen them live? I've seen them live a couple of times, but it's uh, yeah. I won't go into too much detail because it's quite quite painful to talk about because how they descended into what they are now is annoying after listening to the first three albums. Yeah, but you know, at least you got them first three albums. Yeah. All right. So going to number six. Which we all have on newer listens, probably somewhere higher. Uh, Culture sci- uh, Psychic Warfare. I do have that, but and it is somewhere higher. But yeah, tell me why, Will. Tell me why. Uh, we've seen them recently twice. Um, we went down to Birmingham, right? Birmingham. We went to Birmingham. S- songs, songs are, are are very catchy. Really good. Um, they're just they're not stuff that you hear hear that often. Um, the breakdowns on the breakdowns in the songs are are, are clever and precise. And it's just just great, just great. Great listening. Great listening. No, I completely agree with you. It should be, for me, it was what it was my favorite album of two thousand and seventeen. Sixteen. 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 For me, it was the best album. Okay, so what's your number six? I went with Placebo. I am a big Placebo fan, mate. I went with the Loud Like Love album, which was their most recent release. No, is that one? What? What would you call it? It's just rock. It's through and through rock. Maybe a little experimental and a bit whiny at times. But Very whiny. <laughs> But you know, that's just me. I picked with Placebo purely because that album got me back into Placebo. I 
I listened to LB Street when I was doing the 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 track that we all listened to. Like Adam Levine of emo's was voice. <laughs> yeah, Adam Levine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they can perform live and like Adam Levine. I still want to punch you in the dog one. <laughs> but yeah, we I went to see them in Sheffield. It was fantastic. They they just put such a good show on. But um, this album made me get back into Fleet and basically get the whole back catalogue. Hmm. And I'm hunting down records that are currently, but I don't get to. Can I see Mad Venom? Sounds alright, actually. Poor Placebo. Poor, <laughs> poor Placebo. They're, they're just a band that seems to keep getting written off, and then that just. You, you'll not hear about them for ages, then they'll release an album, they'll do a tour, and it's just. Fall through. Fair enough. What is your number five? White Stripes, Icky Punk. Ooh. Ooh. Why? I, I can tell you I have a White Stripes album, but it isn't Icky Punk. Uh, I, had to inc- I had to include a White Stripes album of some sort. Um, Jack said um, Jack White as a musician is, is, is up there with the best, but I think this album showcases his, his uh, skills more than anything else. Um, White Stripes is excellent. It is, but uh, <laughs> um, it's like the the title the title track Icky Punk's fantastic conquest. Uh, Three hundred miles per hour. Yeah. It's it's all great songs. Ev- every song on it's killer. Um, but like I said, it's uh, it's Jack White at his best on this album, I think. And I had to include a Jack White album of some sort on my list. It would probably be for me either a Jack White album or a White Stripes album. First Raconteur's album's decent, but uh, White Stripes, White, White, White Stripes is probably, even with his solo stuff, White Stripes is the pinnacle of everything he's ever, ever done. Maybe that's because of obviously Meg, Meg White as well, but. Uh, yeah, he's the reason that band kept going. He's the reason that band had great success. But uh, yeah, White Stripes, Icky Funk is my number five. Number five, so here's another one we can argue about, I guess. I have Jamiroquai. No. <laughs> You're not allowing me to have Jamiroquai. It's disco funk. What else would I put on a top seven? Which other list would we have a top seven disco funk album? I don't know, because you know, we, we, we obviously not consensus, but it's not a rock album. It's it's funk. Right, you I can't argue with this. It's, it's funk. <laughs> it's like, it means I can put the Funkadelics on. Are they, do they rock? <laughs> <laughs> Well, in your case, <laughs> they have a bass, they play guitar, and stuff like It's It's funk, it's not. I'm just going to like Jamiroquai. It's not. <laughs> uh, people would be hit you in, in the streets for calling that. It's not. As great as Jamiroquai are, it's not rock. Fine. Neither two, the other one I was joking about, but that's definitely not rock. <laughs> you love the next couple, man. It's not more Jamiroquai, don't worry. Right, I'm just going to let you know, it was Jamiroquai travelling without moving, because that's a fucking great album. I can imagine it is, but it's not. <laughs> no, you're not having that one. I'm not having that, so I'm missing a number five. You're missing a number five, yeah. So I'm, I fail at this now. Yeah, Okay, clearly. fine, it's only number four, because you're being a bitch about it. Um, Number four is Soundgarden's Bad Motorfinger. Yeah, it's Grunge yeah, yeah, it's rock. Fair <laughs> it is a. I can't argue. We, cla- we, we classify it as a. 
thoughts in the uh, as we decided the rules before had you um Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger um every like every song on this album's fantastic but the first four in particular is probably the best put it up put it up there with the best intro to an album there is out there uh, um Jesus Christ Pose is just amazing absolutely amazing song um Chris Cornell's a genius. That's why he appears on my list twice for two different projects. His voice is probably one of the one of the best lot of voices ever. Plus, classic modern and all that. Uh, and it's just uh, sad that he's not with us anymore. But I had to. I I had to. I had to. Like I said, I had to include his albums on this list because his his voice was just perfect for for this was perfect. So yeah. That was your number four. That was my number four. Your number four. Good choice, though, because I'm, I've never been a big Chris Cornell there's, fan. There's but, three. You know. There's three albums that I would certainly recommend. Uh, one that I'll hear later, an Audio Slave album, and Bad Motor Finger and Super Unknown, and no fact, and his self titled his first self, one of his self titled albums, one of his. Did a solo that album. Yeah, he did it. Did, did a solo album that I, he did a cover of Billy Jean on the Michael Jackson song, and it's better better than the Michael Jackson version. Jesus, Chris Cornell. I know. I remember you saying years ago, years it's, ago, that you love that track. It's yeah. the. It's better than the original. Yeah, fair enough. He, he, like I said, for me, he's a genius. Right, my number four, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah, that's why. You're we allowing this. You're Let's, we're going with that. Lullaby to Power Ah, okay, not Songs to the Deaf. No, no, don't get me wrong. Uh, Songs to the Deaf is fine and it's all great. But Lullaby to Power is better. It's okay. It's a nice growing start to the album. Then you've got your songs like Little Sister and uh, In My Head. Songs made I'm going to say medication and probably be wrong with that. Right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just... He's... A, as far as Queens of Stone Age albums go, uh, there's not a lot that I think that Josh Homme's voice works with greater sometimes. But when he hits it, he really smashes it. You know, mm-hmm. like... You know, the, the guy now? God, I'm blanking. But even from like Freezing Sevens and Six Foot Six from the uh, Elbow Garrett albums, even from the new stuff, you know, from the last two albums, mm. Somewhere by the Oath, when he hits it, he fucking hits it. And I think this is the most consistent Queens of the Stone Age album for me. And that's the main reason, is it's just a good album from Fair enough. start to finish. Well, I'm glad to, uh, yeah, I can, uh, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. So, we'll come back to me, is it? Yes, we have a number three for me. Um, and again, thinking back on the the last thing I just mentioned, Audio Slave's self first album, self titled album. For this, you have best of both worlds. You have Chris Cornell on vocals, and the best part, uh, and the and the um, rest is a uh, Raging Machine. Now we all, we, I think most people agree with Agents of the Machine. The best part is the music, 
not the vocals. Not, not vocals yeah. I mean, I like I, I do like Radio Machine, but I have to say I prefer the music over the vocals. So you have the best of both worlds, a world class vocalist and some of the best musicians in rock. And this album is just brilliant. Um, Show me how to live. The gasoline, cut ice. It's just, it's just fantastic. Uh, Tom Morello would have to be in anyone's top ten guitarist list because he creates sounds that no on that guitar that nobody else does. As, as, <laughs> uh, and that's just yeah. Our old albums. That's that's the best audio, audio slave one by far. So that's my number three. Alright. My number three, and probably the last time I'll argue about anything, if yeah. we're going to argue about it. I'm going to go with Linkin Park. New Metal. No. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's Metal. The problem, I don't think it is, though. I would Which album is it? Hydrophilic. No. It's not a New Metal album. Well, it is a New Metal album, but it's not a Metal album. No. It's not a rock. It's metal. It's more metal than rock. It's How not is it more metal than? Uh, I wouldn't say it is. It's that's that's fine, but it's still a great album. It and, is a fantastic and I would album. Call that a, I would call it a rock album more than. It's not Slipknot new metal. Because then I, I I could have put Disturbed albums on this list. Fair enough. But would we have put Disturbed albums on this list? Down with the Sickness, I think it's worth a shout. No, Tenth Album's first. Put Down with Sickness. No, the album's called Down with Sickness. Is it? Yeah. Fuck, I am literally thinking of the album I should have. I'm not doing it. Right. I, I think I should be able to... More than Jamiroquai. <laughs> More than Jamiroquai? <laughs> <laughs> no. You fail. Fuck. Well, alright, okay, say why you've got it on your list then, because... It's Linkin Park's Tiger Theory, granted if we could, is a near perfect album. From the, every track is, every track is a banger. It's singable, except for probably the last track, which is a fucking DJ set. Every track is a bang, every track's singable, and it's a shame that Chester's not with us anymore, and everything, yeah, but yeah. it's another great artist we've lost early, and live, they sound exactly like that album, and I was so glad I got to see him before I came, and then left after he finished Hydra Theory, because I don't care about anything else, except for bits of Meteor and The Collision Course and Amnesia, but after that, I don't care about any they have, they literally Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory was an album that was that good it ruined the rest of their career in my opinion really? in the sense in the sense that um, no album they ever made was going to live up to Hybrid Theory like a lot of bands have they have a song uh, we have, I think it's called Fantastic Europe created by a countdown they've got fantastic a good fantastic good back catalogue but no one gives a shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I say no one gives a shit. You're a fan, so give a shit, but the general. No, I see where you're coming from. Uh, if that's your, if that's your decision. Uh, <laughs> we do not think it'd be like Jamiroquai. New metal. I still, I'll still disqualify it, but 
Yeah. Right, if anyone's listening to this, you tell us. Can I include Linkin Park? Bear with you, Jamaica. <laughs> it's new metal. It's going to be in the metal genre. That's fine. It's going to be in the metal lists. Along with it, along with your, your slip marks and all that type of stuff. That's the, that's my, this is what the one I thought would actually cause the most issues, not the generic one, was the fact is, that's fair enough, but it's including the same, not like corn, shit, not the biscuit, not fucking Slipknot or Disturbed. They sound like a rock album. No, that's it. It's not all not all clean vocals, is it? It's not. It's in that sense, and it's obviously you could put volume three Slipknot because that's kind of softer than all the rest of the Slipknot albums. And it's clean vocals, nine percent clean vocals, nine percent rap, nine percent rap. But you could have put Slipknot <laughs> on that uh, volume three on that list of that kind of. It's not, but for sake of moving the podcast on, I'll I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave it there. Um, number two on my list is Stadium Arcadian by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Which one? The Influence by Funk. If you're yeah. gonna go, if you're gonna go, <laughs> if you're gonna go Funk, it would be pre pre Blood Sex Sugar Magic. The first. Yeah. It's it's after after that it became it became rock. Still kept your influences, but it was primarily like. If you listen to their first album with songs like Two Men Don't Kill Coyotes and stuff like that and listen to them now, vastly different. Yeah. Well, I, thought, it, I thought I'd get one in there. Actually. Well, you can get one in there, but... Three. You can get one in there, but you ca- your, argument, your argument's weak. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I know people, when they, st- when they usually say Chili Peppers, they probably point to three albums before this, Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic. By the way, in Californication, which are all yeah, yeah, stunning albums, but this one, double album, it's a double album, is probably for, for me the best. It's the culmination of all the different uh, in, in, in influences on one album, um, and you go through it. No song sounds uh, similar to the last. Um, the rhythm section is probably one of the best rhythm sections in rock with Flea and Ch- Chad Smith. Oh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, look alike. Will but, Will, uh, <laughs> but it's probably got one of the best rhythm sections in rock. And at the time, John Trescianti was the guitarist, who was, again, is, in, is, is impeccable. And Kildis's lyrics on some of the most soft, softer songs is just is poetry to music. It's just... For me, it's the best Relic Chili Peppers album, and I know people will uh, want to argue different, but I think Again, who's arguing? I can't. I, I've listened to bits and pieces. I need to listen to more. I just don't. I don't want to. If I'm going to buy that record, I don't want to buy that record from. Not one. Well, not the one I've got because yeah. I got I got the special edition one, which yeah. is uh, from the Mono Recordings, so it cost me seventy quid. Yeah. You yeah, can buy the, you can buy the bog standard version. I'll but, do that. But no, yeah. I don't know because I went straight to the special edition one. <laughs> Fair one of my favourite albums I was going to do it so yeah so that's number two what is right my number two White Stripes okay we're, we're in rock I'm safe <laughs> we're safe it's Britney Spears um, yeah it's White Stripes Get Behind Me Baby okay yeah I, I love that album again it's probably one of the first 
Black's right hand, I listen to Punk. Um, Doorbell. great song to start that album and it just continues all the way through. Like you say, he's one of the he's such a good musician and good writer and between them they made some great music with two people. And I think sometimes uh, not with all bands like this, you get a lot of two people bands where live they which we haven't seen live Black Live yet. Uh, you get a lot of two-person bands live, which are fantastic because they can fill that room and stuff like that. But you get to a recordings and they're they're not good. Mm. Uh, obviously, White Stripes are great. Uh, Royal Blood have done it. Yeah, Twenty One Pilots. Twenty One, yeah, Twenty One Pilots. But I remember seeing like I enjoyed when they saw Big Business. They yeah. Saw Master Mom, but then I went to the recordings. Not so good. No, so it, it does take a lot. I imagine to create such a great album and great discography to um, with just two people just help that he was a multi uh, multi-instrumentalist that he can fill out with the I know I know obviously he can do uh, multi-track recording and stuff but yeah yeah I get, I get, I get, I get what you're saying what I, mean. I get what you're saying and she just hugged him there <laughs> we go well what is your number one modern rock album from 1990 to 2000, when is it? Oh my goodness. Another album from 91. Oh, oh. Uh, Nirvana's Nevermind. Nevermind. Nirvana's Nevermind. Nevermind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nevermind. I don't, I don't think I need to say how much else there are. It's just an amazing... People might like Bleach now. Just an, an amazing album. Um, Better than TV on Sunday albums. <laughs> it's, it's the Awos. It's, 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 it's one of the best live albums, surely. But uh, no, ne- never mind. I mean, for our generation, I think it's uh, it, it's it's our it's our White Album, it's our yeah. Sar- uh, Sergeant Pepper's. It's 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 what ch- ch- changed the music scene for our, for our generation. And oh God, yeah, definitely. I mean, every song I, I, I could go through and talk about the quarters of each song on the album. It's it, it's it's that good. You know, as a youngster, I I didn't I kind of went against both against listening to Nirvana because I didn't want to be seen coming across as cli- cliched but when well, I listen the most easy listening band yeah. ever, are they? Uh, no it's not that I just think it's the thing it's one of those bands that you're, you're told about so much that you kind of like you kind of initially put off because you don't want to be seen as following the trend but then again as you go older you realise that sometimes these things are just as that good and never mind it's just that good um, Come As You Are Lithium Polly Smells Like Teen Spirit it's, it's just a per- it's Come As You Are is my favourite but they are just the per- perfect songs um, again rest in peace Kurt Cobain one of the 27 club we're picking a lot of artists that are dead Especially when it's 1991 onwards. It's, it's, it's very sad. When you listen to all Nirvana stuff and you think he was doing this in that youth, youth, it's just like, with maturity, what music would he have made if he was still alive? Because he probably would have continued being some of the best stuff out there. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I can't rave enough about Nirvana's Nevermind. Uh, I just love it. 
bang your pen down. I mean, I've got to have some kind of thing where people can, what's that? What's <laughs> that? It's me, me playing with my pen, so I'll put it down. Um, yeah. Incredible. Alright, my number one. I was already mentioned what it is, so it's, it's Cluster Psychic Warfare. I, I, I can listen to that album over and over and over and over and over and over. I keep going, but you know, it's about 40 minutes, which is bringing to the thing over. Um, every song, just every song from the beginning, the story it tells and starts things. There's going to be something that you want, I think. I will have to say it off a lot. I'll tell you that one actually while you're here. Um, but there's going to be something you want eventually that I'll talk about. Good chance. Like uh, it's, it's, it's a two for one. I'll tell you that. It's a two for one. Two. Two for one. But, uh, yeah, no, I just would say I'd, I had that out. I had that album on like yesterday while I was in the shower, which probably wasn't a good thing because she was in bed. No, I don't need <laughs> I don't need images of you in your shower. You don't need images of me in the shower, but that it's it's one of them albums I'll just stick on here, I'll stick on there, I'll put it on in the car, and I'll just fucking shout along to it. And yeah. it stays on the song and things, and it can play live as well. Granted, I don't think it was as good as the first time. Yeah, it wasn't good as when I saw my download. Yeah, it's probably the same for me because we saw. Of years previous, I think. Don't. Still got it. <laughs> no, no, I. Uh, so yeah, that's our, that's our top that. seven modern rock. Wow, mine's top seven. Yours is. Question: Which one goes far enough? Patches, Steptoes, uh, socks. It was that fucking bad. <laughs> Alright, so we've got Will's top seven and my top five and a half. We'll go with this is including Linkin Park. No. <laughs> Including half of Linkin Park. No. Anyway. No Linkin Park, no Jamiroquai. I'll give you placebo. <laughs> oh, I'll, oh, but... In that like one, I but said, if anyone is listening to this and they've listened to the last 31 minutes of this kind of arguing about this, let us know, because I, I want to know, is, I would concede Jamiroquai, but is Linkin Park a rock album? Hybrid Theory, a rock album? New metal is no. Otherwise, it's just a name put Slipknot and just throw it on that list. Throw it on. Throw on Linkin Park. They're classically the same thing. If you're saying Slipknot's the same... Volume not, 3... I'm not going back into volume it. Volume 3 is, is very similar sounding in terms of clean vocals, distortion mu- music to hybrid theory, so you could put Volume 3 on. Then you could put something like The Disturbs, The Sickness, or... Um, still be wrong for all of us yeah but yeah hopefully we'll do other ones like this where he won't bitch and moan about this kind of stuff where we'll do different genres of music we like everything the classic rock stuff the punk stuff we may separate that out we may not who knows because we're all just various we don't want to go too far into subgenres. Will wants to do black metal so I'm like no, I have a list of one I'm joking <laughs> but yeah um 
Other than that, yeah, that is a list of top seven. Okay. So, Will, uh, you spoke earlier about the new Bring Me the Horizon album, which we both have on yeah. a nice limited green double threesome. And I will say this earlier in the year, everything that everything else that comes out this year, it's had its far set. It has got to beat that album. It's got to beat that album. All I know is that he needs to beat that live performance at the moment. Well, he's uh, <laughs> injured at the moment. But yeah, I think every album so far coming out pending this year, he's got, got, he's got a high bar to try and reach. To, to That's just... AMO is just a masterpiece. Every it's going to be repeated, isn't it? If you're right. every I think every it's a great album. I wouldn't call it a masterpiece. Their best album. Mm, fuck no. Their best album. No chance. Mm. Their best album is There Is A Hell. Even if you're not going to include Amo, the two Epithermal, Hull, and what's the one after it? That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Are better than their best. Well, again, I, I'll put this out to other people. From I don't the guy who classes Jamiroquai with rock, um, at the moment, I'm <laughs> questioning your judgement. That is fine, you can question, but I, I will... No, There Is A Hell is a better album overall than any of their hits. It's that nice middle ground of... I'm not going to play anything. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, you, so you enjoyed the album. I don't get me wrong, I've enjoyed the album. Song called Sugar Ice and Tea makes it sound heavy. It's a good preface. Yeah. No, as I say, I, I like the album. As I say, if anyone does have opinions on what we're saying, look up the Grumpy Old Wrestler Collective's Instagram. There's loads of things. Just send me a direct message. That's the easiest way to do it. I'll reply to everything because we have very limited amount of followers. <laughs> and I have my phone with me. Twenty One Pilots. Oh, Twenty One Pilots. What do you think of that album so far? It's good. Great album. Not as good is as it the best album. <laughs> no. The second album is Blurry Face. We'll say Vessel yeah. just to be. Just no, no, I agree with you. Blurry Face is the best Blurry album. I, I love some good um, specials. For me, the new one's the weakest of the three. Weakest of three. Still very enjoyable, but um, some of the songs aren't as memorable as the as as as. as as the others, so that's why I'm saying it's not. It's uh, whereas the other one, the other songs had consistency all the way through the album. I think this one does drop off for temporary, temporary at some point. Yeah. And it's but we'll see what it's like. I'm curious how much of it they're going to play live. You know, I know it's it's the whatever this album's called, almost trench trench. It's the trench four. Some of the songs in isolation, some are in isolation. Yeah, it's yeah. not a, but yeah, so I enjoyed it. And then the other album I listened to was Pearl Jam's Ten, 
going through. Oh, the one you picked up when we went. Yeah, crazy, going, yeah. going back through the so-called seminal albums list. This is always one that always appears on it. I've listened to it in the past. Um, I enjoy it. I think it's a good album, but I do think it's overrated. Yeah. And it's always uh, it's it's obviously so highly regarded and uh, and stuff. I don't think it's lives up to its contemporaries. I think Soundgarden, Nirvana, and uh, and Alison and, and Alison Chains uh, albums are far uh, are far are far better. Um, I mean, obviously, Dirt with Alison Chains. I've given the Soundgarden albums an operative and those are Nirvana ones, but I do do think it's not as good as everyone makes out. But it's still enjoyable. Still does have that following though. You see, still does, and it seems to be a thing. Not a band you can ever just keep getting into. Don't get me wrong. I would buy other albums of theirs, but but if I'm talking if I if I'm talking about um, where the album is currently perceived in terms of. And what I thought of it, I do think it's overrated. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And that was three you wanted. Mm. Four. Have you picked up anything you haven't listened to though? Or picked up any albums? Loads. Awesome. No, I don't want to see the whole fucking list. Have you picked up anything recently since we last spoke? Um, Dre Diller's Donuts, which is if you're a hip hop fan, is a is a must. Um. We'll have Dream Theater's new album coming through the post tomorrow. Was that tomorrow? 20th of December, isn't it? Was it 22nd? Well, it's not December for one. Pardon? It's not December for one. It's February it comes out. Yeah, it's December. Did I? Right, well, I meant this one. <laughs> yes, it's February, so yeah, well, it comes out. Well, is that what comes out, Jill? It comes out at some point this week. <laughs> We've got that winter edition thing going. We have. Yes. We have, which is all good, so. um but yeah, like probably some others, but I can't remember. Oh, fair uh, all I've picked up recently is the Loretta Lynn album that I've got, mm-hmm. um, which is the one with Jack White and all that doing all the backing. It's good. I've listened to half of it so far. It's a, it's a nice country album. It does a lot of country music and a lot of other ones aren't so. And then I just picked up the Dead Kennedy album. Well, if you stop me from going through this How list... How long will it take you to say the list? I give you... Two minutes. Well, from two, two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. This is the list now. of albums that I've either not listened to yet or only listened to once or twice that I want to uh, um, get rid of. So, number one, Mastodon's Emperor of the Sand. Number two, Royal Thunder Wick. No Gallagher and Our Flying Birds, Two Built the Moon. Corns, self-titled and for the leader album, as well as Jonathan Davis's solo album, Black Labyrinth, Queen of the Stone Ages, Villains, Green Days, Nimrod, Ghost, Melora, Slipknot, Tall Hope is Gone, Special Edition, I've listened to it a couple of times, but Special Edition, see if, it's, see if the sound quality is better, um, 
Slipknot's Grave Chapter, Stone Sour's uh, self-titled, Dream Theater's Octavarium, Culture's self-titled, and I want to give Earth Rock another listen. Um, Nirvana's In Utro, I want to give that another listen, so along with bl- uh, Bleach and Bleach. Um, Foo Fighters, Color and Shape. Um, Foo Fighters, again, Echo, Silence, Patience and Grace. From Concrete and Gold. Um, want to give Parkway Drive Reverence, Porcupine Trees, Fear of Blank Planet. If you want to listen to it on CD, you want to see if the vinyl sounds better. The Weekend Starboy, Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City, Beastie, Beastie Boys, Ill, Ill Evolution, Fire and Five Borough, Gorillas, Demon Days, Tyler the Creator's Scumfuck, Flower Boy, uh, Arctic Monkeys' first two albums, The Rolling Stones' Beggar's Banquet, The Doors' self-titled, Clash, London Calling, Chuck Berry's Johnny Be Good, B.B. King's Three O'Clock Blues, um, Elvis is self-titled from 1966. Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Baby Driver, Otis Redding, Sing Sing for Blues. Um, Stevie Wonder talking book. And I'm gonna have to cut you off there, Will, because that is officially two and a half minutes. If you make a mark, you can continue reading next time. <laughs> well, you could just let me finish. You're on like forty odd. You've got another thirty odd to go. I would have been there. You well, well been, too bad. Now, been so. Just because you're sour <laughs> about Jamiroquai not be. <laughs> but yeah, if you have any um, comments about anything today or if you want to voice any opinions, you fo- um, send us a message on Twitter at record underscore old or we're also on Instagram as Grumpy Old Record Collective. So this is me signing off. And this is me signing off. And Will's not liking Jamiroquai. This happened last time and I can't even seem to get this to finish.